it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Andrew Cuomo, day in and day out, blamed Donald Trump for everything. Where are my ventilators? I'm the governor. The Tenth Amendment of the Constitution. Donald Trump can't tell me when to open the schools or the economy. We started calling him Benito. Benito Cuomo, because he started to sound like Benito Mussolini. I'm in charge here. Me and my nipple ring. The New York Post, which was derided by its rival papers, the New York Times and the New York Daily News, as being nothing but a right-wing rag and tabloid for daring to report on Hunter Biden's laptop, has has a story now which they're all pinging off of, but not with the outrage. Headline, Cuomo aide Melissa DeRosa admits they hid nursing home data so feds wouldn't find out. Governor Andrew Cuomo's top aide privately apologized to Democratic lawmakers for withholding the state's nursing home death toll from COVID-19, telling them, quote, we froze, unquote, out of fear that the true numbers would, quote, be used against us by federal prosecutors, the Post has learned. The stunning admission of a cover-up was made by Secretary to the Governor Melissa DeRosa during a video conference with state Democratic leaders in which she said the Cuomo administration had rebuffed a legislative request for the tally in August because, quote, right around the same time, then President Donald Trump turns this into a giant political football, according to an audio recording of the two-hour-plus meeting. He starts tweeting that we killed everyone in the nursing homes, DeRosa said. He starts going after Governor New, Jer- New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy. He starts going after California Governor Gavin Newsom. starts going after Governor, uh, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. In addition to attacking Cuomo's fellow Democratic governors, DeRosa said, Trump directs the Department of Justice to do an investigation to us. And basically we froze, she told lawmakers on the call. Because then we were in a position where we weren't sure if what we were going to give the Department of Justice or what we were going to give you guys, what we start saying was going to be used against us while we weren't even sure if there was going to be an investigation. That played a very large role in this. So they didn't want the Trump administration to have the true numbers. This was about the election. This was about a Biden win. This was about hiding these numbers from the Department of Justice, which were now, which we now know are twice what they were. And do not give credit to the Attorney General Letitia James. This has nothing to do with her being an Attorney General. This is her reaching up on the ladder and pulling Cuomo off by his ankle. The piece goes on. After dropping the bombshell, DeRosa asked for a little bit of appreciation of the context and offered what appears to be the Cuomo administration's first apology for its handling of nursing homes amid the pandemic. But instead of a mea culpa to the grieving family members of more than 13,000 dead seniors or the critics who say the health department spread COVID-19 in the care facilities with a March 25th state health department directive that nursing homes admit 
infected patients, DeRosa tried to make amends with fellow Democrats for the political inconvenience it caused them. How are we Democrats going to retain power in New York like this? This is, they don't give a damn about these 13,000 people. This is about their re-election prospects. 2022 is going to come fast. So do we apologize, she said. I do understand the position that you were put in. I know it's not fair. It was not our intention to put you in that political position with Republicans. Assembly Health Committee Chairman Richard Gottfried, Democrat Manhattan, immediately rejected DeRose's expression of remorse according to the recording. I don't have enough time today to explain all the reasons why I don't give any credit at all, said Gottfried, one of the lawmakers who demanded the death toll in August. Well, you know what's really nice, sweet, and cute about New York State? They don't have any recall provisions. So 13,000 dead at the hands of Andrew Cuomo, and they you can't even recall him in the state. Too bad. How did the New York Times report on this? Headline, new allegations of a cover-up by Cuomo over nursing home virus toll. New allegations? New allegations. Remember, this is the newspaper that report that published anonymous op-eds in the Trump administration. Anonymous sources here, there, and everywhere. These are just allegations. They're admitting it. These are not allegations. Andrew Cuomo's top aide came out and admitted it. Well, we got to look at these numbers here. No, they know. Now, what's baby brother going to do? On the baby brother show on CNN, are we going to get baby bro and big bro to do their little cross cross chatter? I'm not talking about Cuomo and Lemon. I'm talking about Cuomo and Cuomo. Are we going to get more of this from those soothing jazz voice press conferences? Don't talk about my nipple ring. I'm saving lives here. If this were Trump, the New York Times would have a headline with the word murder in it. There'd be the word murder, death, destruction, lies, cover-ups. Andrew Cuomo lied. So these people, you can borrow this if you want to, These people have been covered up twice. First by Cuomo, second by dirt. Who cares where they died? Who cares where they died? My dad died. Your dad didn't die because of an executive order. Your dad died because he was old. My dad died. Who cares where they died? Whatever happened to facts matter. You're not going to see any outrage from the media on this. No outrage. I guarantee you, Cuomo finds a way to blame Trump for this. Andrew Cuomo is going to find some way, somehow, to make this about Donald Trump. Donald Trump, who's sent in the Navy. Donald Trump, who's sent in the National Guard. 
Donald Trump supporters at Samaritan's Purse who built an, a, a, a mobile hospital. If you remember, maybe there were others. I didn't hear anyone else talk about it. I went over, read to you chapter and verse from these bioterrorism and pandemic studies that were done in New York. Truly, I despise the elitism and this condescending tone of, of Mike Bloomberg. Truly, the man makes me sick. But he's competent. And if you look back on the time and the place we were in after 9-11, Bloomberg wanted every T crossed, I dotted. They were stocking up on Tamiflu in case there was a flu outbreak. But as the years went on, and they transitioned from Bloomberg to de Blasio, and in came Cuomo, they forgot all about it. They didn't stock up on PP. They did have ventilators. They didn't know it, but they had them, probably purchased by Bloomberg, or Pataki, or Patterson. I don't know. I don't know, you know. Patterson was another totally incompetent man. So was Spitzer. But they did nothing. A few years back, they released inert gases in Times Square and in the subway system. The CDC, HHS, Homeland Security worked with the NYPD, state police, state health authorities, everyone. And they issued a report telling the governor and the mayor what they needed to do. They did none of it. Because you can't campaign on that. What are you going to do? Campaign on a promise? That you're going to buy all this stuff in case this happens? Cuomo's incompetent. He was incompetent as the HUD director. He's incompetent now. But look at the way the celebrities and the media fawned over him. And they love the nightly pounding on President Trump. Then President Trump. They can't wait to get past this. There's going to be no outrage. You're not going to hear any Democrats calling for his 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 removal. I wouldn't even be surprised if he ran again for president. You know Cuomo wants to run in 2024. He was loving it. Him and the nipple. Benito was loving it. Benito's nipple ring. That'd be a good name for a punk band. Benito's nipple ring was loving all the attention that they were getting from the Democrats and the media. By the way, and I have this in the Hill, You've got Republicans now saying that win, lose, or draw, even with acquittal, Donald Trump's not running for president again. Nikki Haley's out saying that too. How do they know? Is it, well, you know, let's get back to the donor class. We've got to have the next Bush or the next Cheney or the next uh, Romney. Literally could be Romney. I wouldn't be surprised if Romney ran again. How do these people think they're going to win a national election without MAGA? The answer is they ain't. All right, enough is enough is enough, they're telling us. So now they're saying even if he gets acquitted, that should be the end of Trump and MAGA. Hell no. We did it the establishment's way. And you know what? Quite frankly, 08, 2012, didn't do very good. 
We gave the speakership to Paul Ryan, Senate Majority Leader McConnell, and what do we get? Bigger budgets, more deficits. You know, and I love when people say, well, you're okay when Republicans, no, I'm not okay when Republicans do these things. I begged President Trump not to sign these bills with all the disgusting pork barrel spending and international giveaways. You know, I've been spending a lot of time on that. And I hope I didn't confuse anybody. I've been going over the last round. We don't even know what's in the next round. We don't even know. Minimum wage hikes. That's, that is a problem. That's not the problem. The problem is the hundreds of millions of dollars that we give away in COVID relief bills to foreign governments. If you can justify a $15 million grant to low-income Egyptian students to go to college in Egypt as part of a coronavirus package, I will shut my mouth. If you think the last two stimulus, the, the last two COVID bills were bad, wait till you don't even have Republicans to negotiate with. They don't need Republicans. They'll pass it in the House, recon, reconciliation in the Senate, and Biden will sign it. And I'll tell you this right now, Biden won't be reading the Biden-Harris plan. Wyatt 695-PATRIOT-957-2874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.